You know, you're right. People aren't scared enough of it. Well, and if you think about it, that is 65% less blood flow to his brain than uh, he should have every day. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we wonder why there is such a spike in dementia and Alzheimer's rates. You are listening to The Ultimate Biohack for Women, a movement of women who know what they want and go get it. You know the answers lie within. Reach in and grab hold. This is a movement, a movement of women who tune in and turn themselves on. Now you're biohacking the woman's way, integrating the art and science of hacking your biology like a woman. Tap your magic, conjure your yes, upgrade, elevate, maximize your potential. I'm Dr. Brandy Victory, and this is a movement, a movement that is sure to hack your soul. Hey, hey, Soul Sisters, Dr. B back on the mic with you, and I am so excited. I am actually bringing forth uh, these light beings in my in my studio here that are doing some amazing work on the world, in the world, and uh, have a really amazing piece of technology that I think is going to actually transform a lot of people's lives, especially if there's been brain trauma or concussions, or even if you just want to uh, improve your possibilities of avoiding things like Alzheimer's and dementia and all these kinds of things that people are, you know, not wanting to sit in their wheelchair and drool for 10 years before they die. These are the kinds of things that we're going to start implementing into our life. So here we are. I've got Aaron and Paul with Wavi, and I'll just let them take the mic and introduce themselves. Absolutely. Well, thanks for having us. Uh, my name is Erin. I work with sales and social media for Wavi. So just trying to spread the word and help educate on, just as you said, keeping people with their brains performing the way they want to. And we're here with Paul. Hey, guys. Thank you for having us. Very appreciative. Um, just excited to let people know that this technology is available to everybody. So really excited for this conversation. Yay. And uh, you want to kind of let us know about the technology a little bit? Absolutely. So Wavi is an all-encompassing brain performance platform. So what we're able to do is provide basically all-encompassing brain performance scans. Um, takes less than 15, 12 minutes. Um, and what we measure is we measure how your brain is functioning and processing signals. Um, we have a number of different markers, things that correlate with ADD, ADHD, things that correlate with depression, anxiety, um, as well as just literally looking at how your brain processes those everyday signals. Awesome. Awesome. I think it's really cool because uh, the majority of my listeners, I imagine, are somewhere between the ages of 40 and 60. And this is when people start kind of thinking about that part of their that part of their body and how it's functioning, you right. know. Yeah. And um, I have I have patients. I do something called micronutrient testing with a specific company called Spectracell. And one of the lab tests that we run is an APOE, which is uh, a genetic marker for Alzheimer's. And I'm more commonly having people go, you know, I think I want to do that test. Or people shunning, like, I don't want to do that <laughs> test because I'm so afraid, right? <laughs> you know, and, you know, just to side note on that, you know, I think it's really important, and just like it is for your testing, because from what I understand, when I did my scan, it's like, okay, here's my baseline, right? Yes. So you're getting a baseline of how your brain is functioning, and then you do whatever you do to improve brain function, and then you rescan to see how your brain is fun is improving, right? Exactly. Well, you know, a lot of people don't want to do these kinds of things, including the genetic markers, because they're afraid to find out 
right? Right. Yeah. And so my, my offering to that is if you find out early enough, you can do something about it. Totally. Totally. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's an important piece for people to start considering like, well, if I'm being resistant to this kind of thing, what is that about? Like ask Mm -hmm. that question. right? Right. Absolutely. And then really doing what it takes to begin to own your level of well-being today and in the future. Well, I think it's kind of this, any kind of this technology is really empowering because it's giving Mm. you the power. A lot of these diseases, even if you do have the genetic marker, if you change your lifestyle up 10 years prior because you have access to this information, that's going to help you out in the long run more than anything else. Well, and just a caveat off that, you know, we know that a good majority of dementia and Alzheimer's is preventable mm-hmm. and that it's lifestyle driven. Mm. And I think a really easy analogy is if I put, you know, a tourniquet around your bicep for 15 years, what's going to happen to your arm? It's going to fall off. It's going to start to <laughs> Yeah. Right? With where America and or the world's health is right now, as far as obesity levels, diabetes, you know, even just cholesterol and blood pressure. The reality of it is it's overall wellness. People have significantly decreased blood flow to their brain. And there has Mm. never been a way to measure that. All of a sudden, we have a way to measure that with Wavi, and we can literally show the direct impact. And we can have, at minimum, a year-over-year scan. You never have to wonder when that performance is declining. And we can intervene. We know that there are things that help improve brain performance. And if all of a sudden, instead of wondering if your brain is declining in performance, if we have the markers, we can say, okay, what do I need to do to be able to bring that performance either back online or increase it if we see a statistical decrease? It's that last piece of the puzzle of wellness that nobody's ever had access for biomarkers to. And that's what excites me so much. It's so cool. So my understanding is that you're doing a bunch of research with this as well. Absolutely. So are you actually seeing the data improve with certain types of therapies? Oh, no questions asked. Yeah, we just finished some uh, correlatory research on blood pressure and uh, cholesterol and even plaque Mm -hmm. um, and looking at the direct effects of how the brain performs and processes signals with those. And by normalizing, you know, markers like cholesterol and blood pressure and the plaque count, literally you have a significant, I think it's what, 30, 40% that we were seeing? Overall, if you're improving your heart health, you're going to improve your brain performance. And that's a really powerful fact. Oh, it's phenomenal. Awesome. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool that you can see that data. Yeah, yeah. well, it's important. The correlations I, are huge. I don't think, unfortunately, I mean, and you can feel free to, anybody can disagree with this. Yeah. I don't think that cardiovascular health scares people enough anymore. You're right. And, and I think that that's really sad because we've gotten to the point in medicine, and it's a great point that, that we're at in medicine, where it's like, oh, I can fix that. You know, whether it's a stent or I have a, you know, a heart attack, it's, it's maybe not life-ending. People, no questions asked from what I've found, are scared of dementia and Alzheimer's. That's right. Because we don't understand very much about it. Mm. And the last thing that people want to do is see, A, their loved ones start to disappear and decline no kidding and they don't want to be that person and so all of a sudden when we have this data mark that we can show people that by not taking care of themselves and literally living a wellness-based life that their brain's performance is declining it's it's amazing to see the compliance that a lot of our practitioners are having on their programs that's so cool it's really awesome it's really cool you're right you know it's interesting i heard a story the other day Let's see, I had a patient come in, and he's uh, EMS, 
he's who's been there forever, like 40 or 50 years. Like this has been his lifelong job. Right. And he was telling us some crazy stories, you know. It's kind of like Roger tells us crazy police stories, right? Which we all love. Yeah, they're so great. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently this guy, he he had a call to a wedding that was being performed in a barn, like a really nice barn, you right. know. So it's in the country. So he goes out to the country and him and his partner. And, and apparently the girl was getting married and her 18-year-old brother had a seizure. It was oh, a first-time wow. seizure right then at the, at the wedding. So the... The ambulance comes out, picks up the guy, takes him, him and his mom, because mom's riding with him to the hospital. And uh, then shortly after this, the story was way deeper than this, but this, the point of the story I'm going to get to really. Uh, shortly after this, uh, he gets another call like an hour later to go back to the same wedding for another emergency. Oh, my. And her uncle was on the dance floor and died. And, not, oh. Had a heart attack. He didn't die, but he had a heart attack. I'm glad he didn't die. But what he found out was that this guy had a 35% use of his heart. It was like oh 65% dysfunctional, and he's out on the dance floor kicking his heels up, right? Now, I'm all for people living life to the fullest at, till the end. Oh, no question. I'm all, all about that. But if you got a 35% blockage or 65% blockage and you're out on the dance floor and you're drinking your alcohol and you're eating your fatty foods and the cake... Eh, you know, you're right. People aren't scared enough of it. Well, and if you think about it, that is 65% less blood flow to his brain than uh, he should have every day. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we wonder why there is such a spike in dementia and Alzheimer's rates. I mean, literally, I think the newest study that I read is one in three people in the next 20 years are going to be affected by a cognitive decline disease. So 33%. That's scary. That is and it's, scary. it might even be higher. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So we need to change that. Yeah. And so if people have a year-over-year scan and they can literally, and I know Aaron has a whole bunch of powerful stories. I have a ton of powerful stories just from working with mm-hmm. our practitioners. You never have to wonder. And I, my whole philosophy is literally everybody should have a scan because you never know what's going to happen in life. I'll jump in with a story. Yeah. Um, so... We've got a huge, there's a huge call, a huge need for people to get hearing aids because as you lose your hearing, you kind of lose some cognitive abilities and it's something Mm. that a lot of people don't really talk about and I'm learning that sometimes people don't want hearing aids because there can be a little bit of a stigma against it, which is really, really sad. So we had a woman bring her mom to us and she said, you know, I think my mom has Alzheimer's, the doctor said that's what she has, and I I just want her to have a Wabi scan just so that we have this information on her brain performance. We said, okay. We give her a Wabi scan, and we, by looking at our graphs, can see that she's actually not even hearing our audio test, which is our four-minute-long test. It's the heart of Wabi. It's what all of our metrics are pretty much based on. A good amount, yeah. So, okay, well, she's not hearing this, so she doesn't have good hearing. Let's get her some hearing aids. And as she got hearing aids, she was kind of re-strengthening her cognitive abilities again. Her symptoms of Alzheimer's went away. Wow. So even then, we're not necessarily even measuring her brain performance there. We're just seeing, is she is she hearing this? And she wasn't. And we were able to kind of change this whole family's life because they felt like they got their grandma, their mom back. Yeah, with this one. And she had been living that way for a couple of years. years. Yep. Wow. Where she thinks she has Alzheimer's or dementia or some cognitive decline disease, and all of a sudden it's, no, we just really need to put some hearing aids in. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, we were actually, Paul and I 
somehow ended up at the same conference this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. And they actually talked, spoke to that. And that's a, honestly, I've been to their conferences over and over and over again. That's the first time I've heard them speak to that about the hearing loss yeah. leads to dementia. Yeah. Yeah. There's some really fascinating research yeah. behind it. But, you know, if you think about it, it makes really perfect sense. You know, if you're not activating those parts of the brain, they're, they're basically going dormant. And so it's really important to make sure that that's something that people are measuring. And that's something that Wavi can help with. We can measure that and we can measure on a year-over-year basis even how your brain is hearing those signals. And then we can show them by how hearing properly actually improves your brain's mm-hmm. ability to process signals. It's pretty important. It is so important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I want to be fully, all my faculties and fully functional until the day I die. You yeah. Know? Like, I want my neurons firing. <laughs> I mean, I, I supplement every day with stuff that's going to improve my neuronal neuronal function in my brain. And so my, so the firing triggers more, you know, yeah, absolutely. And I, don't, I don't have a brain dysfunction. I just want it to be better, you know, well, which is great. great. I mean, that's something we're really focused on right now is why, why try to get a treatment later in life for something that you could have prevented with lifestyle changes and proper education a couple decades before exactly and it does take that decades it does oh it absolutely absolutely takes decades Mm -hmm. it is not a overnight thing Mm -hmm. cognitive decline happens over years and years and years there's a lot of experts that believe it's a 20-year disease yep that's right and and once you've gotten past that 20-year mark turning it around is hard it's hard. It's really hard because yeah. it's 15 years of theoretically, you know, and I don't quote me on it, but atrophy. Atrophy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I just, I'm curious, what got you into this business? Erin, <laughs> <laughs> we'll let you start. So my background is in molecular biology and I was fortunate enough to have a connection to our CEO, our wonderful Dr. David Oakley. Um, so his wife introduced me to him as well as the company and I got introduced formally by helping out with our concussion study that we did with an NCAA um, football team. Yes. Oh, wow. So that was really awesome. I fell in love with the technology then, um, as well as the research side of things, just because that's my background. And then, uh, yeah, I was a little bug in PJ's ear, and I (laughs) thought, more people need this. I want to help spread this around. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. She's a go-getter. I'm a go-getter. She's a go-getter. Yeah, yeah. You got to. Yeah, right. No joke. <laughs> Keeps the neurons firing, exactly. right? Exactly. <laughs> um, my background is wellness. Always has been. Um, when I was in college, I wanted to be a doctor. Um, ended up going through my whole pre-med degree, uh, degree while also running a business while in college. So I had a supplement store or a couple of them. Easy go-getter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, ended up with a good amount of locations across the United States while I was going to school. Um, all about wellness. And while I was doing that... I was realizing that um, there was a, in my opinion, there was a more uh, productive way to medicine. Hmm. I really specialized in weight loss for a lot of clients. And as I was helping these clients lose weight, uh, they were coming off of all of their pharmaceuticals. And it was really amazing. And all of a sudden the doctors would be like, what are you doing while this is working phenomenally? They're like, actually, I haven't been taking my blood pressure medicine in six months. <laughs> you know, I've just lost 75 pounds, you know, and I'm eating healthy and I'm working out consistently. And I really wanted to help that movement. So ultimately I ended up taking the MCAT, um, got into a couple of medical schools. Good for I, you. I looked at the tuition bill and, uh, <laughs> 
I said, yeah, no, thank you. Um, for now, I'm going to put a hold off. I started consulting for a couple of companies and then, uh, got exposed to Wabi through a mutual connection. Um, it was kind of my way back into medicine, but really in the preventative side of things. Um, and I really just got on board with what the company does and what it was structured around and how many people in the world and practitioners in the world that we could really help shift to that more preventative model. Um, and that's what really excited me. So I kind of got that. involved uh, almost two years ago. Wow, that's scary. Wow, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I love it that you took the MCAT and then didn't go to school. <laughs> You're like, like, no thanks. Oh my God. <laughs> that was a fun test, let me tell you. Oh, God. <laughs> I look back and I'm like, how did I do it? How did I make it through school? And at that time, I was not in well condition myself. You know, mm-hmm. I, I had bipolar manic depression. I was 12 sizes bigger than I am now. I had fibromyalgia. I had chronic wow. fatigue. And like, and I made it through graduate school with a doctorate and a BS in human biology. Like, how does that happen? You know, that's amazing. It's crazy. You know, it's crazy. So, I mean, I, I know <laughs> what you went through. <laughs> I didn't take the MCAT, <laughs> it does. but yeah. Wow. What a, what a challenge that must be. And, and you, you, it feels to me like you're so in alignment with what you're doing that it's like, it feels so solid for you that that's cool. Yeah, I have no questions on my path. Awesome. You I know, love it's that. ultimately to me, it's all about human wellness and human optimization. Everything that I do is always structured around that. And uh, if we can make this world a better place through proper education, that's everything that I want to do. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I just love being in your vibration. <laughs> like, thank you so much for being here. <laughs> it's beautiful. When you put the right people in the right places in the right room, amazing things happen. True. Yeah. That's for my sure. whole philosophy. For sure. All right. So educate our women or our listeners, I should say, on um, on how they can begin to integrate maybe the Wavi brain scans into their life or why they would want to, where they can find a practitioner. Mm-hmm. Um, in general, anything that will impact your lifestyle will impact your brain performance. So whether you find Wavi at a weight loss clinic or at your cardiologist or just at your integrative medicine doctor, there's a lot of different spaces where you can fit this into your life because everything you do, for better or for worse, is going to impact your brain performance. Sure. So we have Wavi practitioners almost in every state. Yeah, pretty close. And soon, other countries, hopefully. Yeah, we just, yeah, we are launching globally, which is really exciting. So um, if you go onto the Wavi website at wavimed.com, there is a find a practitioner near you um, source. So, uh, and anyone can go find a practitioner. Um, And I truly do encourage every single person to have a scan. I think it's really important, not just from cognitive decline standpoint, but even just from a general wellness standpoint. Um, you never know what's going to happen in life, whether it's a car accident, whether it's uh, cognitive decline, whether it's strokes, whether mm-hmm. it's cardiovascular diseases, trauma. trauma. If you have a baseline scan, you're able to compare against it. Mm. And I think that's really important. And I have one story that I would love to share. Please. We worked with a practitioner here in Denver and, uh, you know, very, very high powered individual um, attorney basically was sitting there and two years ago basically said my, my brain short circuited. That's a strange thing to say. It's a weird thing to say, but literally like 
adamant. He's yeah. adamant. My, my brain short-circuited. He went to UCLA. He went to Harvard. He went to CU Medical. He had been, he'd had, he went to the Amen's Clinic. I mean, literally trying to find something that was wrong and, and nobody's finding anything. They literally are just continually looking. No, your brain's fine. Your brain's fine. Your brain's fine. Wow. The hard part about that is a lot of the imaging technology out there is only utilized when there's a problem. Mm. There's nothing utilized just on a year-over-year basis. Fortunately, when we scanned him, we let me premise it with this. We are not and will not be a diagnostic device. We Got look it. at performance markers. Got it. How is your brain performing today? Yes. You know, at every one of the 20 leads that we have on the head count. And this is why you'll be able to yep. get out to everybody. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> performance device. Um, but all of a sudden on, on his Wabi scan, there was just one area of his brain that for some reason was processing signals a little bit lower um, than the rest of his cortex. And so, again, by no diagnosis or anything, you know, for some reason this part of your brain, we, we process a signal called P300. And it's basically how much energy and how quickly your brain is able to donate towards any available signal. It's basically your available cognitive resources. And what we know about that is it declines with age or with trauma. It's a universal biomarker. Lack of sleep, concussions, TBIs, strokes, anything. Wow, okay. So that's what's really nice is it gives us a really full picture of how your brain is performed because it responds to everything. So in his case, just one little area on the right temporal lobe and just was significantly, I mean, like 85% less functioning than the rest of his brain. Wow. A really significant amount. I mean, his voltage was really high. His speed was great. No trauma. Not to our knowledge. So he ended up, from the information he had from Wavi, he was able to go to a couple of specialists and really look more in depth into it. And what they found is he had been having micro strokes for the last year and a half at that area. How old was he? Uh, I can't remember, honestly, mid forties, mid forties, mid forties, more mid fifties. I mean, so, but he was a attorney, high stress, Uh, high, high, you know, extremely high stress lifestyle. Uh, So my (laughs) my whole philosophy behind this is if he had had a baseline scan on a year over year basis, would there have been a better indication for him instead of spending two years looking for something that was wrong? Oh, good point. Very good point. So it applies to every single person. It's not Hmm. just if you're concerned about cognitive decline. It's not if you're concerned about your mother or your father. It is, you know, we do a lot of concussive research, and research is the key word there. Mm -hmm. Um, But because we measure that universal biomarker, we're looking at how the brain functions. We're not just looking at the cascading symptoms. There's so many things out there that just measure the symptoms, whether it's eye movement or your physical reaction time. Um, Aaron did mention that study, and through that study, what we found was that uh, about 43% of players are actually going back to play before their brain's resources have actually come back to their baseline levels. Wow. Kind of scary. Yeah. So I think that, you know, athletes, this could be really, or I don't think, I know this is really something that's important, but even just if you're driving out there, I mean, how... Everyone gets in these car accidents on such a regular basis. No kidding. How do you know that your brain is back to performing at what it was before you were at the accident? Well, if you don't have a baseline scan, you have no idea. What do you, uh, do you notice maybe a change in the brain scan? I'm sure you do. Um, For people who have trauma, like significant trauma, like post-traumatic stress or 
a police officer or EMS, like we're talking about yeah. that, or maybe even a woman who's gone through a terrible divorce. Yeah, absolutely. We've done a huge study on brain performance and trauma, and what's really what was shocking to me as I was analyzing the data is that it presents, the emotional trauma presents itself in brain performance the same way physical trauma does. Yeah. So these markers really decline with emotional trauma. Mm. So they can actually create physical decreases in the way that your brain does things from emotional-based trauma. Right. And I think that's a really unique finding because there's never been a really way to prove that before. And again, this is research. Mm. We, we still have a lot of there's looking to do. To um, but nobody's ever had the ability to look at you know, the brain in 12 to 15 minutes on a regular basis. With Wabi being out there, all of a sudden the amount of data that can be captured to really hopefully help people is like nothing we've ever seen before. The other really cool behind it or part behind it is the back end side of Wabi. Mm-hmm. Um, everything that we do, as long as people are okay with it, is completely anonymized and stored 100% with no correlatory marks to that person um, as a full four minute raw brain scan. And what we're able to do is send that to the cloud and actually, so AI, artificial intelligence, is really good at a couple of things. But one thing that it's really phenomenal at is actually pattern recognition. So when you log into your email or any website or, I mean, there's a lot of things that do it. Basically, it'll have you identify a storefront or a bus or a dog or a table. Yeah, yeah, I've seen this. Us as humans... Each person has a different recognizable thing that basically creates that image in their head. So if I ask you what makes a table a table, it may be a different response than Mm. Aaron or I Mm. respond with. Oh, got it. Okay. Computers don't think like that. Whether it's one variable or it's 1.6 million, it has a set number of standards that make a table a table. And so we can apply those same principles to brainwaves. And so all of a sudden, if we have enough data, we can start to create images for different things and different patterns that the brainwaves create. So an example of this is we our, our lovely co-creator. So our creators are David Jaffe and David Oakley, and they're both... Mad scientists. Mad scientists. They're amazing. Awesome. We love they're them. Awesome. Love we love that. them. So um, David had an intern or a student? Um, student turned intern. Student turned intern at one point in time, and he gave them him this basically impossible data set. It was 79 individuals that he said, how many of these individuals have been in a car accident? It was a whole insurance play. And he gave them three seconds of data. And of with raw Of raw EEG data. And with perfect accuracy, the computer was able to identify every single person that was in a car accident. Really? Seriously. Wow. So all of a sudden, those implications, can you prove an image for things like PTSD? Can you prove Uh, an image for things like depression, anxiety? yes. Anxiety, yes. All of these different conditions. You plug any sort of value that you want into that pain. Mm, Is there an image for pain? Is there an image for anyone? Is, Is there a recognizable pattern for that the brain creates for any one of these things. And we, we have a very strong feeling that there is. So we applied that same, or David applied that same algorithm to a group of patients that we actually, unfortunately or fortunately, had their brain data as they were progressing through Alzheimer's. And so we had their scans 
pre-onset of symptoms as well as three years prior post-onset. Mm-hmm. Oh, post, wow. Post. And uh, the, the algorithm was actually able to identify a recognizable image three years prior to the, prior onset, to the onset of onset. any symptoms. This is amazing. It becomes really powerful. Okay. <laughs> Did mine show that? <laughs> yeah. So that's the whole key. We yeah. don't have any of these markers yet. We have no idea. Oh. We're still continuing to develop. And as we continue to have practitioners, and this is the whole key behind this, is that WAVI is a collaborative effort. And as we continue to gather this, who knows what the possibilities are you know if you could put one of these in every high school in america right that's what i was thinking people school children should be doing what what can we do for the mental wellness side of things you know and again never a diagnosis sure you know we have a marker that correlates with depression and anxiety but it's only a correlatory marker people that suffer from depression and or anxiety typically will have a marker Mm -hmm. that correlates with their alpha symmetry in their frontal lobe now if you have decreased alpha but the whole reason we have that is to show people that it's a state and that's not a trait it can change i love it's that so actionable yeah 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 sweet so yeah yeah oh it'll be so fun to watch where this all goes in the next year five years ten years We're right excited. yeah, yeah. like it, and how many people will actually get improve their life the quality of their life over time because of it that's the whole purpose of it, you know, and it really excites me. And the one thing I do really want to harp on is it is completely anonymous. There mm-hmm. is no correlatory marks at all, and it is 100% protected data. And yeah. that's really important. Thanks for saying that because <laughs> I do have people who are nervous about getting certain lab works because they don't yeah. want the government to know if they have certain things, you know? Absolutely. Who knows what's going to happen to that information in the future? I think that's really important. And so that's something that we take with the utmost seriousness, that everything is 100% anonymized. Awesome. And it's a really fun kind of cool thing. I, you know, I've, I've done biofeedback where they put electrodes on my head and, and all the stuff. And I, I like moved something on a computer with my mind, you know, it's been a while, but it was similar to that. Mm -hmm. And then when I did the scan with you, I was like, this is kind of similar to that. But the, I love the way you just put the whole cap on my head. It was just great. And then you didn't put gel in my hair. You actually put (laughs) something that was conditioner for my hair or something like that. I was like, Oh no, I don't have jelly head. This is wonderful. So yeah, it was a really interesting and to be able to like watch the, um, the screen and, and my reaction times and, and, and feel my nervousness and see yeah. how that changes everything. And it's just amazing to see how fast the technology picks up. Because I could see as soon as I heard something outside of the room or whatever, it, it picked it up, my, my response to that sound yeah. instantly. Yep. Yeah, it was really cool. I love that experience for you because that's the whole thing is we want it to be accessible we don't want it to be intimidating. We want it to be something that people are happy to integrate into their routines. Because the more people that get this, the better. Yeah, for yeah, sure. I think that if anyone's had like a traditional EEG, don't think of Wavi as yeah. that by any stretch. <laughs> okay. You know, you had the experience. It's not like this is this huge torture device with a chin strap yeah. and a wet cap <laughs> and, and you have to shave your head or EEG gel. It's kind of like a, I mean, the best way to describe it, I mean, it's it's the most functional head scan device there has ever been created. And people can look at our website and you'll see the headset. 
And it looks it, really cool. It's so <laughs> sleek. I mean, yeah. we had Momo uh, Designs over in Italy that works with Porsche and Ferrari design it for us. It's really, but it is a still full medical grade device with really extremely accurate data. Awesome. Yeah. And I, I, we had some pictures taken when I was getting mine, so I'll be sure to, I'll post your links oh, that'd first be of great. All, where, where people can find practitioners and then I'll probably put a picture. I haven't filtered through those yet, but I'll probably put a picture up there of my head being scanned. <laughs> we should. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. You know, I, I, you know, this is, this is a, this is the ultimate biohack for women. And, um, I, I love to be able to bring these innovative technologies to mm-hmm. my community and I'm also looking forward to the day where this is more, this is just like a natural thing that people are doing oh, every us single too. day. It's not just a biohack. It's like, oh, this is essential for my well-being and for the well-being of my family. Absolutely. Just tracking it, seeing, seeing what's going on year over year, what's changing. And do you, do you scan children? Mm-hmm. Depends on the age group. Um, we can scan children. Um, I think lowest we typically go is probably eight, six oh, to okay. eight. The it's test hard. is four minutes long. It's hard for little kids. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Sit still. Sit still. But the cool part about it, and something that I do want to say, is that it's a test you can't fake. Mm-hmm. You sat there and you clicked the button right, yeah, right. for your physical reaction time. But even if you wouldn't have done that, we would have still gotten all of the same data. It's not anything that you can manipulate. It's mm. literally, it is what it is that day. It's a fingerprint of your brain performance yeah. on that day. Got it. Okay. Yeah, because I just, I have women, divorcing women is a common thing I see. And I have, uh, they have children and the children get traumatized by the divorce. Yeah. And I'm, it would just be curious to see what mm-hmm. their scans show, you know. I think that yeah. that could be an important thing. I don't, I don't know how that obviously would affect anyone's brain, you know, but I, I think that that obviously for young children especially can be something that is hard to go through. Mm-hmm. You know, if we can show children maybe that even just something as simple as that F3, F4, depression, anxiety is actually a actionable trait. Mm-hmm. It's something that they can control yeah. rather than letting that control them. Mm-hmm. You know, my brother suffers deeply from uh, depression. Oh. And what's been really nice about having Wavi is that we can actually show him that it's an actionable state. And so if he consistently works out, eats right, sleeps, that it that marker hurt. completely changes oh. rather than... And I think that's so important for somebody like him because all of a sudden it's really given him... It's very validating. It is. I can I can choose to control my life. And I think that that's really, really, really crucial it, for oh, that. Absolutely. I think that's crucial for every single person on the planet. Yeah. You take responsibility for... And know that you have the ability to change. Oh, absolutely. Even if it's a genetic marker. Mm-hmm. Genet- genes can be turned on and off, right? Absolutely. It's yeah. just protein production. That's Thank all you. it is. <laughs> Thank genes you. Genes are protein production. And we talked about it this weekend just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's up to your lifestyle what protein and what genes are turned on and off. Mm-hmm. And how you think. And Absolutely. I, I love it that you touched on the, um, the how the thoughts can actually control the scans or how your brain is functioning. And I know you don't know a lot about my work, but my, my work mostly moves into neuroemotional work. So yes, I'm a chiropractor. Yes, I'm a functional medicine practitioner, but my, my greatest gift to the world is helping people shift on a subconscious level, mm-hmm. emotional traumas I love that. that keep them stuck in patterns. 
and it would just be so fun. Like when I heard of you, when I first heard of you and met with you, I was like, I have to do this with my patients <laughs> <laughs> because I know that I am changing brain function. It would love to, I would love to do it before and after treatment just so, mm -hmm. so I could see what changed right now. And that's the whole key is it, we can literally measure anything. You know, we work with clinics as not just medical clinics, but we work with, you know, biohacking clinics mm. where we can show the interventions, upgrade labs, different biohacking clinics here in Colorado that mm. literally we know that things improve the brain or even change it. So it, you know, you can take it to that level of biohacking where it's like, Hey, what does this supplement do? Or what does this therapy do? Mm -hmm. But not only that, like if I help improve myself through whatever modality that is, how is this changing my brain? Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Sweet. Well, I'm, is there anything else you'd like to share with our humanity? I, I, Aaron, you I want anything? No. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't have to. I'm just I, curious. I just want to, yeah, you know, I'm yeah. figuring we're wrapping it up. So I just want to leave the door open if in case there was something that came to mind. I think to me, as the medical world continues to change, what excites me is that there are so many different things out there that give people control of their wellness. Mm. And I think that this is one of those tools. It's not something that you have to be intimidated by. It's something that is there for a platform for you to take actionable steps on. It's not like we're sending you home with a blood panel where it's like, I don't know what this means. Mm. Every single thing, and you've had the scan done, every th single thing that we do is extremely easy to understand, extremely easy to, to take action on and to really control your wellness. And I think that that's the movement that we're starting to see in healthcare, and that really, really excites me. That's really awesome. And just to be clear, you don't do therapy. Nope. You're actually doing the scan so they can pursue their own therapy. Exactly. And are there certain types of therapy that you've seen be uh, helpful for certain conditions? Have, it's I mean, surely be a you're... lot easier than you think it is. What we've seen make the most improvements is going to be better sleep, more exercise, and maybe better nutrition. I mean, it's just like these very general things that are going to help wow. you feel better. Wow. That's going to vastly improve your brain performance. Yeah. Wow. No questions asked. No, it's not. It's literally lifestyle driven. Wow. And it's so hard mm -hmm. to convince people they need to change and it's like to actually begin oh, to is. sleep more or mm -hmm. improve their sleep habits. Always easier or, said than done. Yeah, or to move their bodies more. Wow. It is. I mean, those are really the easy things for the general applica applicable, you know, listener. I think that that's really the three things that we see. Now, obviously, when we start talking TBIs, we work with a lot of TBI clinics. Mm -hmm. that's it's a completely great. different... Yeah, well, it's cool because you actually are able to show people that their brain is making progress. And there are so many different clinics out there, whether it's stem cell therapy or infrared laser or hyperbaric, hyperbaric chamber or there are so many different things out there. What actually is working for you? Is there anything that's really, and I, I have some really powerful stories and we can talk, at a, talk to them at a different time, but people are really seeing their brain improve. And, and not only just in the TBI actionable areas, but really the general wellness side mm. of things. And that awesome. is just awesome. It really is awesome. Yeah. So ladies, if you're, you know, have had a brain injury or a trauma to your head, or, you know, someone who has, obviously this would be a really great tool. Uh, and if you have concerns about Alzheimer's, dementia, Parkinson's, or any of these neurological disorders that seem to be so prevalent in our world today, this would be a great tool. And if you'd like to prevent going down the hill faster than you need to, this would be a really great tool. <laughs> Basically a great tool for everybody. For everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. 
<laughs> well, sweet. So I like to um, I like to ask a question, and obviously we probably already know your answer. So oh. outside of Wavi, what is your number one biohack that you employ for yourself on a regular basis? Oh, mine is yoga. Ah, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love anything that aligns your mind with your body, which I think is what kind of draws me into Wabi in general. Mm. Um, it allows you to take a look into that connection, but mm, give me that yoga, yoga every day. What <laughs> style do you like? Uh, just vinyasa flow. Vinyasa flow. Mm-hmm. Nice. Awesome. I love it. I know. She tried to get me to do it while we were in London I last did. week. <laughs> I tried to teach him. <laughs> Not do it. I'm not very flexible, people. It's just I said, you don't have, have to, to start flexible. somewhere. Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. I'm learning. I'm <laughs> it's learning. kind of like a brain scan. Mm. It is. <laughs> I spent my life bodybuilding. <laughs> I have a lot of work to do. So now is the time to start. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, for me, to be just fitness has always been my thing. Mm. Just living the lifestyle as far as proper nutrition and exercise. It's it's my form of meditation, to be quite frank. Mm. When I'm in the gym, it's, to me, 45 pounds is always 45 pounds. And it's my place of zen. I get it. It really is. Yeah. So for me, it's, it's an everyday thing. And Aaron's doing a really good job at reminding me that I have to keep taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. And that's a really important thing. Awesome. Well, it looks like you're a really great team. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Yeah. It's so fun just to spread your light. I appreciate that. It's awesome. This is really fun. So ladies, um, you know, as my mentor says, you are the culmination of the five people you hang around most. And you've just spent the last hour hanging out with some really cool folks. So uh, take that with you today. Let it open and expand your heart. Let it be a reflection of your truth as being an awesome, powerful, light-driven being. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to the Ultimate Biohack for Women. If you'd like to dive deeper with our tribe, join us on Facebook or Instagram. And if you'd like to help grow our tribe, share this episode with your friends. Let's bring this light to our community so that other women can know their true power and we can create a tribe together worth being in. This podcast is for information purposes only. Dr. Brandy Victory is not a medical doctor, and the views and statements expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Dr. Brandy Victory and the producers, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. This podcast may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products or services. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.